Thanks for joining us for this episode. And I do want to remind you to make sure that you are following us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at church advance. And you can actually watch video versions of each episode. We'd also really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review and share this content with other pastors and church leaders. We want to help as many of these folks as we can. And so we'd really appreciate you sharing this episode with your friends. Well, thanks again for joining us as we begin today's episode and continue to advance a reformation of fellowship, partnership, and gospel hope amongst Bible-believing pastors and churches. This is Church Advance with Brian Sams. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Church Vance Podcast. I don't know about you, that music gets me fired up every single time. Love that intro. And Merry Christmas to all. Thank you for another fantastic year of Church Advance Podcast with Brian Sams. It has been epic on every level. Uh, lots of downloads, lots of followers. We're so appreciative of that and have met so many of you uh, speaking out and many have even stopped by uh, the church over the year. And I just want to say on this Christmas day, when this releases, Merry Christmas to you and to yours. Uh, hey, listen, Luke's back with us again. And uh, Luke, hey, man, uh, welcome again. Merry Christmas, by the way, man. Hey, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been 2023 has been it's been a year, you know, um, it's been a journey, you know, back here on the first uh, week of the year. We, we officially changed the name of the podcast to Church Advance with Brian Sams. And like mm. you said, uh, we started doing the weekly episodes and we haven't missed a week. Um, mm. And uh, so it's been good. It's been great. And I'm, I'm honored to have been part of the journey. So and well, I think the content that we are, are going to be covering today is just the perfect Christmas Day episode in so many ways. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to start today with uh, we're going to talk about Christmas songs and Christmas movies. Yeah. And I'm going to do the best Christmas movies and the worst Christmas songs. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, I just was thinking, what, what, what about you? Like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? You got one? Well, uh, I, I do. I think I think yours is on the list, so I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay, so, okay. So I'm but, gonna hold but that. First, before we before we get into this, we do have to uh, remind everybody that we are just really at this point over a couple months away from Church Advance Conference. So we're oh, gonna slide yes. that in there. If uh, you want to if you want to provide a Christmas present for yourself or for your for your ministry team, come down here to Church Advance February seventh through 9th with these fantastic friends, Carrie Schmidt, Kurt Skelly, and H.B. Charles Jr., three dynamic evening worship experiences, two full days of teaching and fellowship and discussion. And next week on the first episode of 2024, we're going to announce something about Church Advance Conference that you are not going to want to miss. I promise you it's something new. It's something amazing. It's an opportunity 
that very few people will have in their life probably to be a part of. So next week, tune in right here for the biggest announcement about the Church Advance Conference in its history. And uh, I will look forward to seeing you there. And Luke, looking forward to having you back here in Florida. What a better place to be uh, in January or February than Florida. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah it, it is. I mean, it, I remember when I was there a couple years ago, it was like, oh, you know, it's not freezing cold, you know, it, it was just, it was wonderful. So yeah. Uh, and you told me about this announcement. You've already told me off the mic and I'm really, uh, I'm really excited just to like record that announcement. I'm, I'm really I can't wait. It, it. It's a special situation and uh, my goodness, what, what a treat. Yeah, so, uh, so join us New Year's Day next week, January 1, we'll be making that announcement. Happy New Year. And now to the important stuff. Look, look yeah, let's get into I, it. I asked my family this, I said, what are y'all's favorite movies? My wife said, I mean, she's just, you know, she just loves Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone, it, the classic, Home Alone 1, and it is a good one, uh, no doubt. My son is 11. Okay, so Luke, uh, what do you think his was? Um, I, his is, well, I, I mean, I know what it is because I see your notes <laughs> here. Right, you've, got, you've got the notes. Um, but uh, his is probably mine, so yeah. go ahead, because okay, I'm a child so, like that. So, so his is Elf. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, my goodness, it, 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 it's a very close to my favorite for sure. Yeah. I just, it just absolutely is hilarious. Yeah. It's and Will for, Ferrell at his best, really. <laughs> I mean, it was the the good days of Will Ferrell. There's so many great comedies around that era with him. And, and it, just the fact that it's classic and Christmas and kid friendly. Uh, and if you're 11 years yeah. old, it's the funniest thing you've ever seen oh, yeah. in your life. <laughs> I'm 32 years old and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's great. And then my daughter, my daughter came in with, I mean, for me, a little bit of an outsider. She said the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I think it's good. Um, it's not my favorite. I've watched yeah. it. Uh, I have an outsider, though. And, and guys, look, I, I see this list everywhere. I mean, it's like every year people come up with the best Christmas list. And my top three are number three, Home Alone, number two, Elf. But listen, guys, the greatest Christmas movie ever is, is no doubt Rocky four. Oh, <laughs> Rocky four. Are you kidding me? I think the Rocky series is one of the greatest series of movies ever put out. I actually think Rocky four is the best of all of the movies. And I've seen all of them. The Creed movies are fantastic, but man, Rocky four, where he fights Ivan Drago in mm. Moscow, Russia, avenging the death of Apollo Creed on Christmas day. Oh, people, look, it so, doesn't it doesn't get any more USA than that. I, I mean, it's very true. That is Christmas. That is America. Uh, so I got to ask then uh, for you is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, you know, I've never got into that discussion. Uh, I think Die Hards are great. I just I, you know, whatever. I mean, it's not it, it, it even if it were, it doesn't fall into this um list in any any proximity for anyway, me okay, by yeah. the way, so number one rocky four number two elf number three home alone number 1562 any hallmark movie okay it just goes it just goes they're just <laughs> my daughter mentioned one the other night i said oh you're kidding me we, we don't even talk about it. we don't do one of them is all of us i mean you mentioned one i mean you know what i'm saying name any any of them it's like hey it's the exact same plot exact same Everything so, you know, yeah. I mean, from the first scene, you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Now I'm going to blow through these real quick. Cause I just want to tell you right now, there's some bad Christmas music out there. Come on. 
There's yeah. some bad Christmas music, and my wife starts playing Christmas music uh, first of November. She's all in, uh, and uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna try to stop her. I love it. Two two months a year, we we think about Christmas is great. But when I hear these, I'm running. Okay, I'm running. And, and, and I'm just going to give you three. I have a fourth one here. Actually, I'll mention it in a minute, but let me give you my top three worst Christmas songs. Do not play them. They have no place in the Christmas season. One, Christmas Shoes. Come on, people. That's got to be the worst. That has got to be the worst song ever. Come on. Um, and, you know, I look, I am very sentimental, obviously, but if you've never seen the movie or anything, I mean, it's just, it's just so bizarre. Like, what is this even about? Yeah. And it just yeah. doesn't, it just doesn't do it for me. Number two, uh, uh, Santa Claus comes tonight. I hate that song. That's a terrible song. And it's not, and it's not because I'm against Santa Claus. I mean, I mean, obviously he's not real. We all know that. I'm not one of those weird yeah. people that, you know, Santa Claus can never be around. I just, uh, there's just, a, there's some stupid for that one. How? Yeah. Oh, whatever. There's some, there's some stupid, there's some stupid lines in the song. Like, like this one, yeah. Santa, Santa knows we're all God's children that makes everything right. And I'm thinking, what, like, what, <laughs> what is that even, first of all, like, what does that even mean? What, what are you like? What is this even talking about? And how does it relate to St. Claus? So I just am out on that one. I think it's ridiculous. And then of course, number three, and this may be actually the worst song ever. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I don't even, you know, honestly, man, I don't even hear that one much. I don't even hear it on the radio right now. I think, I maybe, think the world is accepting that it's garbage. Good, good. Maybe maybe that one will just go. And the truth is, I haven't heard Christmas shoes either. Um, uh, you hear, Yeah, I mean, I've not heard much of it either. Yeah. Good so you do hear Santa Claus Comes Tonight is standard. You know, it's more in like the historic Christmas season songs. It's probably never going away. Those three are terrible. Then my daughter, I asked her today on the way to school, I said, hey, what's your like, what's Christmas song do you not like? She was like, what's the one about the three shepherds? And I was like, what? Oh, I said, are you talking about the three kings of Orient? She's like, that's it. And, and I said, you know what? That's a pretty terrible Christmas song, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm a little bit, um, that's the only one I you take like a little it? issue with, just because last night, my daughter had her Christmas program, and that's the song the choir sang. And you know, oh, it was cute. Well, so, Luke. Um, now I, Luke. I have a few to add to the yeah, okay. yeah. So I want to hear it. I, I want to hear you add to this just real quick. First of all, little drummer boy. <laughs> Stupid. I mean, seriously, where do where do we come up with the where is this person? Like, is this based off the apocrypha or something? Where do we so come the, up with this Bible? So here? the drummer boy is the make-believe a company of the three kings, I think. He oh, is okay. drumming, well, I think. Actually, I don't even know why I said that because I don't actually I don't know. Even know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Terrible. No, it's terrible. Another one, uh, Santa Baby. That oh, is, why are we oh. making Santa into this semi-sensual figure? No, thank you. No. Not, not oh, let me, hey, hey, let me one-up you on that. Just yesterday, I heard a guy sing Santa Baby. Oh, now, look, look, no, look, look. There's a place where lines are drawn, and there, there it is for me. So cancel yeah. me on that one, too. But, hey, look, guys don't sing Santa Baby. Nobody should sing it for that matter. I'm with yeah. you on that. That's a terrible song. Yeah, I'm with well, you. And here's, here's my other one is any of the Christmas songs performed by any of the Beatles. So Wonderful Christmas Time, and So yeah. This Is Christmas. 
I hate those songs. Can't stand them when I hear them. I man, just I'm gonna just... have to tell you, man. I like the I like I kind of like those. I know that's terrible, uh, but I let just... me give you another. Let me give you one more. I, we gotta get to our point today, but let oh, me get one more. Let me get to one more outsider one that I don't really care for, and that's Bruce Springsteen's classic. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. I think or make is that the right song? Santa Claus yeah, comes to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't care for that one. I think that's kind of weird. But so so like. Some people really like that ones. I I don't mind the Beatles ones, but hey, maybe in the comments here, leave us yours. We'd love to hear it. Uh, guys, every year since I started what used to be the Brian Sands podcast and into now Church Advance podcast, I have uh, had an episode where we talk about my top books of the year. Every year I've done 10. This year I'm actually doing eight, not because I haven't read that much. It's just I, I I've read a lot frankly, in the book of Revelation, commentaries and writings. And it just, it's not necessarily like the kind of reading that is so interesting for everybody. So of the ones that I thought were were applicable, and I'm reading about four new books right now, but I haven't finished them. So I got eight, man. I got eight. I'm going to read them in, 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 in from my order from, uh, uh, well, I'm going to end with what I believe is my favorite book of the year. But so let me, let me just start. Um, Number one uh, recommended book for this year is The Power to Change by Craig Groeschel. Uh, I, I, I think Craig Groeschel is a great communicator. Uh, the book is, is about habit change, super encouraging, super easy to understand from, uh, from a really a well-respected uh, leader. Uh, Luke, I don't know if you've read uh, much of Craig Groeschel or listened to his podcast, but he's, he's a good communicator. Yeah, and I did. I did. This is one of the So if you're looking for a hack to maybe get the content of the book without having to read the entire book, if you go look up that sermon series, a three-part sermon series he did on habits, very good. A lot of the same content drawn here, but yeah, it's just a, it, a powerful book. Yeah, I did it on audiobook while I was at the gym, and, and mm-hmm. uh, I loved, loved it this year. Great, great book. I just kind of highly recommend his stuff. Generally, if he wrote it, it's probably going to be pretty good. His stuff on marriage is good. Uh, his stuff on thinking is good, but this year I read The Power of Change by him. I would just say pick up a Craig Groeschel book each year, and it will build your mind. It'll build your business habits, build your church habits. Really good. Number two is kind of way out of the box for me. I read a book called How to Grow Your Small Business by Donald Miller. Donald Miller's a well-respected guy. I I thought the book was good. There were elements I liked, elements that were a little bit more boring. But one of the things, Luke, just for me personally in 2024 that I decided was – I wanted to be better at two things this year. One, I wanted to be better at pastoring. Not, I'm not talking about preaching, although I think that's always a thing. I just mean like just just the art of being a pastor. What does it mean to lead a church? Oh. Included in that is the absolute necessity of running an organization. I mean, I know people don't like to talk about this, but guys, if you're a pastor, you're running and you and maybe a team or whatever are running a business, man. I mean, it's oh. a business. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you have a church of two, 300 people, it's could be up to a million dollar business. That's a pretty significant mm-hmm. business. And, and I just realized, man, I never was taught any of this stuff. So I learned, I decided this year I was going to read some books on business. And yeah. I just thought, I thought that was a pretty good one. So maybe you're out yeah, there and a, you're like, man, I don't, I don't have much business sense. Have you read that? It seems like you're, yeah, up I was going to say, one. that's you... another one. I mean, I'm a business owner, so that's an, and I followed Donald Miller. So that was another one I caught. And if I remember right, is this the one? where he kind of takes this 
almost daily entry approach. Mm -hmm. Is this yep. the one where he does that? Like, it's yep. like, Hey, here's just read this chapter today. And here's some practical yep. steps. Yep. Um, yeah. And I really like that, that aspect of it. It was, uh, it was really good and really, he, he's got a very good practical way of communicating business and marketing principles. Um, and so, yeah, I really did appreciate that one. Yeah. Number three, and I'm going to, I'm skipping two of them because they're going to be my top two and I'll put them in that order. But number three, I'm going to say the pastor's justification by Jared Wilson. Now this is actually an older book, I think, but for me, uh, it was my first read and I like Jared Wilson. I've recommended his books on here before. If you've not read that one, highly recommend it. It's pastoral philosophy. It's personal. It's about what the pastor is supposed to think, be like, think like, I think Jared Wilson is nailing it on gospel leadership. A tremendous writer. I've, I've recommended a few other things that Jared has, has, has written, uh, number next, I guess this would be number four, uh, Faithful Leaders by Rico Tice is excellent. I led our pastors at our church through this study this fall, and it's a simple book. It's got, um, I think, like four chapters. Uh, in, it's a very, it's a small, smaller book, uh, but an amazing book on church leadership. And it would be a great study for you and for your team that's Faithful Leaders by Rico Tyson. And Luke, we'll be able to, we're going to link all these into the show notes, right? Uh, yeah, to be sure. able to, yeah. yeah so I think last can, year we just did an Amazon wish list so you could, or a, a list so you could just go and get, we'll make sure to do that again this year. Great, great. Next, um, Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Now, now, this is a classic book and I read it years ago when I first became a Christian. I read it again this year because I taught a new class this year on theology and I just remembered about this kind of classic book. Guys, man, there's a reason why this is a million copies sold book. Uh, J.I. Packer is phenomenal. In fact, his other book, Concise Theology, I didn't read the whole book this year. I read a lot of it. I would just highly recommend both of those. J.I. Packer, scholar, but it's practical. His stuff on providence is amazing. Uh, just, just an excellent, excellent writer. He, if you want to explore like theology proper study of God, you're going to want to, you're going to want to get into uh, some J.I. Packer stuff. Of course, he's, he's the late J.I. Packer, but his work lives on. And, and again, knowing God is a classic. I have read it before, but I read it again this year and it, man, it's such a good book. You've got to pick that yeah. one up. If you've never, if you've never read that, Jay, have you learned that Luke? I've not. Um, oh, I've yeah, just man. actually started to. I've, I don't know. I mean, I went to Bible college and all these things, but I'm just now hearing about J.I. Packer in recent years, honestly. So, um, yeah, and I'm hearing good things in terms well, of his theology and his yeah, teaching. And I know there's other issues as well. So, well, there, there, there is. I mean, I don't. I can't. I don't know if he's an Anglican. I don't remember. But, but, but at the end of the day, once you get out of the box that we're all out of, it's time to start. Like, not. I'm not talking this to you. I'm just saying, generally speaking, it's time to broaden your reading man and learn and grow and, and guys you got to step out of the box if you want to grow you get out of your box if you mm -hmm. stay in the box you're going to stay in the box yeah. uh so so i mean I, I know i've heard guys like jeff fugit uh you know independent baptist say you know he, he takes the old hiles thing we only read independent baptist well you know and it makes sense their end game is you never you know you don't want to leave it obviously but at the, at the same time you know, why can't you read for information and for help? Mm -hmm. It's this idea that other people I mean, aren't sound. It's just false. 
you know? Yeah. It's just this whole, you know, spit out the bones type of mentality. You got to take it right. in anything you consume. Like you're not going to yeah. agree 100% with everything. The independent Baptists surely don't agree a hundred percent with each other. So I that's mean, right. You know. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give this caveat, not that I need to do it, but I am not saying that I agree with every word and every page of every one of these books, but they were great books and they were really, really helpful. Okay. And now uh, next, this is good. This is good. I'm, I'm literally right up on the edge of finishing this one, but it's been so good. And it's called All It Takes is a Goal by John Acuff. Hmm. And there's a whole world out there about different ways of personal development, different ways of goal setting. He's got a unique perspective. Super, super helpful. I think as you get into a new year, Luke, you know, thinking about goals, thinking about plans, thinking about dreams is good. I, I, I always pick up one or two health kind of self-help books each year. And I really like that one. That one, that one's got some juice to it. Uh, so I'm going to say that one. Now I'm going to get in my top two. Okay. My top two. Let's do it. Number two, the other one's no particular order. Uh, but these two by far the best books I read this year. Number two, Spurgeon's biography by Arnold Dallimore. Guys, 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 guys. Um, it is a more concise biography of Spurgeon, but to me, it helps you just swallow the whole thing. And let me tell you guys, Spurgeon was a mammoth man of God. Okay. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. Next level. He's not the same. Okay. He was used in extraordinary ways and levels. And, and, and Luke, I got to tell you, man, my favorite part of the book, and I'm not going to spill any of the details, but my favorite part of the book was, was the detailed discussion of his funeral and his burial. I'm telling you guys, you want your heart warmed. You want to look and see what, how do you want to finish this thing? Uh, it just gives me chills thinking about it. Like, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to tell you right now what it, what happens but there's a whole excerpt from one of the sermons preached. And I'm telling you, it's so powerful. It'll, it'll have you, if you're a preacher, if you got five cents worth of preaching you, it's, you'll weep over it. And then, hit, then the processional to the burial has one of the most powerful stories you'll ever read. And I ain't even going to tell you what it is because you need to read the book. Uh, fascinating. Charles Spurgeon, man broke all the boxes and yeah. built literally. I mean, guys, you talk about, it was a mega thing and not a small mm. thing. I'm not talking about a church. I'm talking about an enterprise. Yeah. Uh, whether it was published sermons, the work his wife did with giving books to preachers is unreal. Hmm. The orphanages, the pastor's school. I mean, man, Spurgeon was out of his time, man. And there's no wonder he's the most like quoted preacher in the world. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also mention, you know, you actually did a more uh, kind of thorough discussion on this. It was back in, I think I'm looking, I think we dropped that episode on November 7th, uh, Lessons from Spurgeon. And I think this is, you pulled the content, if I remember right, from this book. So if you're looking to know a little bit more about, you know, what Brian's talking about, you did dive into that. And that was an excellent episode based off that right. book. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's tons of Spurgeon biographies out there, tons. Mm. And I even have, a, I think I've even got a couple of my, you know, around here that are like bigger, like huge. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's a lot to say, 
But this one, man, this one mm. is just right on the money. Uh, similar to, you know, there's many biographies of D.L. Moody, but my favorite one is A Passion for Souls. So, I mean, it's kind of like that thing. Like, yeah. there's all kinds of biographies out there. But this particular one I think was really good. All right. Now, my number one book for the year. And I promise you, I'm not telling you this because it is a personal friend. I am telling you this because I think it is true. And my favorite book of the year, number one book of the year. Uh, we'll give a shout out to my man. We'll tag him on the episode. Uh, Carrie Schmidt's new book, Steady Strength, uh, is an absolute jewel Christian living book, specifically for pastors. It, the subtitle is Reversing Ministry's Dangerous Drift Toward Depletion. Carrie is, man, honestly, not only is he just a personal friend, Carrie is a prolific writer. And and here's the thing, guys. Carrie is getting better all the time. Uh, I mean, I liked Carrie. I've liked all of Carrie's books that I've read. Um, I haven't read all of them. I mean, I'm sure I've read most of them. And I remember when like Life Quest came out, and I thought, oh my yeah. goodness, man, this I was is say, like Life such Quest a- was a was a good one. So and that good. was that was years ago. And mm-hmm. you know, of course, Done is like a classic. And yep. um, uh, you know friend of just friends the one on like dating and relationships high school like that was super good but man he's in another world dude he is in a world he's in another world right now and carrie we're thankful man we we've had him on the podcast he preaches here we i pre i'm involved in in the gospel i am not saying this because he's my friend i'm telling you guys this because he has written a masterpiece i was privileged to be on the pre-release team uh and in fact i'm telling you this luke he sent me the book in PDF form. I was on vacation with my wife on our annual weekly, uh, where we go for a week together. I read the whole book in one day. Wow. Setting by a swimming pool. I gobbled the whole thing up in one day. And now Mm. tonight we're recording as we're recording this tonight. I will, I'll be sitting down with a, with a burned out ministry couple on my back patio and we are literally out loud reading the book together. Wow. Uh, I'm getting getting ready to go through the book with my staff. Uh, guys, guys, look, don't just look past this one. It's just another Carrie Schmidt book. It's not just another Carrie Schmidt book. Uh, it's the best Carrie Schmidt book, in my opinion. Mm. And let's be sure to just link up to Carrie's, you know, places and stuff on here. You got to pick sure. that book up. If you have surely many yeah. of the, my listeners probably already listen, have already read it or picked it up. But don't let that. That's that's one of those like like a dangerous calling that you're probably going to read more than once. Yeah. 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 That's how, that's yeah how I have, I've not read this one yet. I've been wanting to, cause um, like you said, there's just something about Carrie's uh, writing style or whatever it may be that just, it just sticks with you. Cause like stop mm-hmm. trying honorable mention. Obviously that was his last book. That was excellent. And then you mentioned even his, his past stuff, life quest and whatever. I mean, literally like this life quest. I, I read that when I was a, uh, uh, senior, junior in high school. I can't remember. And it's like, it still sticks with me. The things that he uh, outlines there. So there's just something about his style and the way he writes and communicates in writing. And like you said, he's only getting better. So I'm looking forward to checking this one out. Yeah, guys. Well, Hey, look, uh, it's been another great year, Luke. Uh, another great year of the Brian Sam's podcast. What a, what an awesome year. What a tough year, but an awesome year. And, uh, man, Best to you guys out there. Uh, enjoy your family. I'm sure you're probably not listening to this on Christmas Day. If you are, 
Ah, praise the Lord. You're just something special. Yeah. Merry Christmas. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you're listening to this like on the 26th or 27th or 28th or something like that. And uh, God bless you guys, man. I hope, I hope 2024 brings you every good dream and every good plan in God's will for your life. And uh, Luke, bless you, man. It's been a good, good year and uh, sure thankful for you and appreciate all the work you're doing here with the podcast and let's go out and have an awesome 2024, man. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you next year. Thanks again for joining us for this episode. And we really would appreciate it if you could leave us that five-star review. And then of course, share this content with your friends. We want to help as many pastors and church leaders as we can. And be sure to, of course, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you may listen to podcasts. And go ahead and subscribe to the Church Advance YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at church advance. This podcast is hosted by Brian Sams. It is co-hosted and produced by myself, Luke Clayton, and the team at mustincrease.com. If you want to connect with Brian, be sure to head over to his website at briansams.com. Well, we really look forward to seeing you again in the next episode as we continue to advance a reformation of fellowship, partnership, and gospel hope amongst Bible-believing pastors and churches right here on Church Advance with Brian Sams.